This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Woody. I'm Sarah. This is an AEW exclusive podcast. All we cover is all elite wrestling. So if you love AEW, you have come to the right place. This show is the one with the Q&A bit. It is the question and answer show where we answer your questions, or we try to answer your questions about AEW to the best of our abilities. And we're going to do that again. Uh, We do this one every week. While we have you, please check out all of our other content, uh, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. If you don't mind, please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. And if you don't mind, give us a five-star review on iTunes. That would be very much appreciated. So, Sarah. Yeah. Are you ready to try to answer some questions? And let's go. All right. Our first question is from Costa Rick, a.k.a. Adam. Um, Bullet Club has invaded AEW. Which faction is joining? As in, which AEW faction would defect and join with Bullet Club? Hmm. Hmm. you got a lot of choices. As we know, there are a lot of factions in AEW. There's the obvious <laughs> one. <laughs> there, there is an obvious one, yes. So are, um, you, are you going with that obvious one? No, because it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, mm. Decisions, decisions. Mm. Do you know who I think would be quite fun? Who? Team Taz. <laughs> just imagine Ricky just like, did we get? Carry his little belt round with him, his little turquoise turtleneck. <laughs> Powerhouse Hob just looking angry at everything all the time in his dungarees and Hook eating some snacks. There's so many vari- variations of Bullet Club shirts out there, and just to see an absolute Bullet Club shirt yeah. would be pretty cool. Um, so I would be, I'd be all right with that. Um, or, or a powerhouse Bullet yeah. Club. Um, that'd be good. Um, and Hook, I think, would look good in a Bullet Club shirt. I think yeah. That would, yeah. I uh, wouldn't have gotten anything, to be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pick a a faction I think would try to join, but I I, this, I I don't think they would end up joining Bullet Club. They would do everything they could, and that would be the Hardy family office. Because <laughs> Matt Hardy is all about trying to get that money, right? Yeah. There's a lot of money in Bullet Club merchandise. Mm. It's, a, it's a big thing. So I could see him trying to weasel his way in there and then the moment they see the contract where he's like yeah we're gonna get you know 
we're going to get 30% of that Bullet Club merchandise, but we're going to make you guys more money. Trust me. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, dudes, like, yeah, have, we've been really irritated watching you and Arch Cassie go back and forth <laughs> for the last six months. So because of that, nah, we're good. Do you know, do you know what good. I think would be quite funny, though, if this, like, in our little world, if it ever happened, our Bullet Club coming to AAW invading, is the Dark Order trying to recruit them. <laughs> oh, in John, you know how John Silver and Alex Reynolds at the moment are like annoying Adam Cole. <laughs> just those two trying to recruit all the Bullet Club. <laughs> you just see Adam Cole in the background. Y'all have fun with that. And Hangman's just sat there have going, "So." <laughs> Uh, that could be entertaining. That would be fun. Um, so not that they would join, but we would love to see either Dark Order or Hardy Family Office just take a shot at it. See what happens. Could you imagine like all the shirts for the Dark Order? <laughs> uh, they're brilliant. Bullet Club. Yeah. So our next one is from Slick. All right. Question Slick ask is. Does Wardlow turn on MJF during or after MJF's feud with CM Punk? And the second question, both of you, quick, don't think too hard. Dream match, let's go. Santa Claus versus blank. Warning, Santa may have hit the gym. (laughs) We got to do the Santa one quick, though. Uh, So we'll start with that one. Uh, uh, Santa versus... John Silver dressed like an elf. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, but he's an angry elf. Oh. Listen, John the, Silver angry. He's one of the South Pole elves. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. For me, it would be Matt Hardy because he's on the naughty list because this feud's dream I had in. And Santa goes over. <laughs> Santa picks up the victory with the yep. lump of coal. All right. Uh, so does Wardlow turn on MJF during or after MJF's feud with CM Punk? I think that's going to be after the feud with mm. CM Punk. Possibly a, a little while after that. But yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Now that I think of it, you know, you kind of think of how are they going to get you know, how is this match going to go? Because there are going to be those who want MJF to win this because you want to see the young talent go over. And young talent hasn't gone over Punk yet. Right? Darby mm-hmm. didn't go over Punk. So this could be a way, if MJF wins this, for him to hold that over Darby also. You know, so you want And also MJF, MJF to... would be insufferable. Exactly. So you want that to happen. However... There's that side of you that's like, no, nah, man, you want Punk to get to get this win. So if there's a way in which Punk could get the win, but it wouldn't hurt MJF, it could be the Wardlow turn. So it would make sense if they pulled the trigger in this situation. It's a way out of not hurting MJF and having that Wardlow thing start, and that's when that can kick off. And where MJF and Punk, we were thinking – you know, one of the questions I think last week was, is that going to happen at Revolution? Maybe it's not. Maybe Punk 
MJF happens before Revolution, but we get Wardlow MJF at Revolution. Mm. So that does make sense. I'm still sticking with my guns after I've said all that, and I still think they're going to wait a little while longer. Maybe, maybe at Revolution. Maybe that's where the turn happens. Mm. What about my you? my whole theory on this? Mm-hmm. Wardlow turning and the MJF Punk match. I've come up with this like little story narrative in my head because you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody so, sit down. It's story time with Sarah. Get you a hot, hot cup of cocoa. <laughs> hot cup of cocoa. So, Punk's obviously been watching AEW for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, you know, saying, you know, like, avoiding MJF for now because obviously the match. MJF is still being, you know, MJF. And, Wardlow's like, you know, walking in the corridor and like Punk's like, you know, having an interview or something. And he's just like, hold on one second, goes off. And like, obviously, like uh, Alex Marvez or Tony Schiavone kind of like moves the camera over to hear what they're saying. And like, Punk's like, look, MGF treats you like a bag of shit. Um, why do you hang around with that guy? Like, you can do so much more on your own. He's not worth it. And all this type of stuff. And Wardlow's like, Wardlow face. I'm just like, hmm. And, like, Punk's like, yeah, well, just, you know, think about it. Just, like, think what you want to do in your career. And then just walk back and carry on with his interview. Then we get to the match of Punk and MJF. And um, it's all going on. And MJF asks for the ring from Wardlow. And Wardlow refuses to give it and, and, like, walks off. So in that fact, you think, well, MJF is, like, losing right now um but for whatever reason ngf doesn't and manages to you know somehow beat cm punk and then that sets you up for the feud for mjf and wardlow because wardlow once again hasn't you know in mjf's eyes helped him out and then you can move on to the whole turning situation and that is the end of story time, kids. We hope you enjoyed it. Yep. <laughs> That's good. No, I like that. I can dig it. Uh, so next question is from Chris. And Chris' okay. question is, name a lesser used male and female AW talent who you think should be a breakout star in 2022. Hmm. I have to think about the female for a second. All right. Uh, male, without a shadow of a doubt for me, Sean Dean. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him on Dynamite in a while. Uh, it's, I think he's maybe only been on Dynamite twice, maybe three times. Um, but I think, he need. I know. I say he needs to be on TV. I know there's only so much TV time to go around, and I would want uh, his TV time to mean something, not just be on Dynamite to take a loss to put somebody else over. Uh, but I want to see him get a chance to shine in uh, 2022. So Sean Dean would be my pick. I really, really, really liked him. I've liked him from the first time I saw him. And on the female side, Julia Hart. Um, I know we see her. 
typically as the valet with farsity blondes. Um, but I, I, you know, we've seen her in the ring a few times. I'd like, to, I, I'd like to see more of her in the ring in 2022 uh, and see her, you know, not to get into title contention, but to get into the conversation as a great in-ring performer in 2022 uh, and kind of break out of that valet type thing into more of a uh, competitor in 2022. Mm-hmm. So she'll be my pick. Okay, All right. So my pick for the male mm-hmm. is Hook. Very good. Just get him in the Hook. ring because he'll, he'll sell tickets Hook. like nobody's Hook. business. Hook 2022. Get on board, folks. Yep. And female Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch. She I has she's amazing. every bit of a chance to be a breakout yeah. star. That's she's a brilliant. Good pick. That's a good pick. Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, man, we could make a long list of people that yeah. <laughs> uh, could. So we won't get going. That will be on here for a while. Um, so our final question of the, mm-hmm. the day is from Ted, the Hillbilly Hill. Y'all. His question is, now that you work for AEW, this, this is in podcast kayfabe world, by I've the way. I've got a big commute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Take care, left on your private plane. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that you work for AEW and you have been shipwrecked on an island before, yes, we have on this QA show, we have been shipwrecked on an island before. And I don't do well in some. <laughs> uh, TNT and AEW is going to do a reboot of Gilligan's Island. CK wants you to pick the cast. Who you got in each role? Have fun. So those that are unfamiliar with Gilligan, Gilligan's Island, just like Sarah, uh, is fairly unfamiliar with Gilligan's Island. Other I get than it me. now, but I've just never yeah. seen it. Yeah, it's it's an American show, so it makes sense because there's plenty of British shows that you would name that are everybody knows there that I would have zero idea what you're talking about. So I, I get it. Um, but so for those that don't know, this is the rundown of the cast of Gilligan's Island. It was about a, a shipwreck. Some some people, uh, these oddball people thrown together on this ship that, that went on this tour, a three-hour tour, if you've seen the show. And it gets re- shipwrecked on an island, and they have to live there for all of eternity, it felt like, without a way to get off the island. Uh, so It's probably a funny version of Lost. Yeah, it kind of is, and I love Lost. But yeah, it's a funny version of Lost, exactly, without smoke monsters. Um, But the cast, just to give you an idea, the cast was uh, Gilligan, who is the hapless first mate of the ship. You had Skipper, the captain. You have Thurston Howell III as the Wall Street millionaire. Lovey as Thurston's wife. Then you had Ginger, the Hollywood movie star. The Professor, and Mary Ann, who is the wholesome farm girl from Kansas. So we have to cast uh, Gilligan, the skipper, uh, the millionaire, and his wife, movie star, the professor, and Mary Ann. Are you going first? So, Are we look, doing we'll it go, in, in look, turn? We'll go down the list. I'll start. We'll start with Gilligan. So okay. cast the hapless first mate, Gilligan. John Silver. 
That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go Orange Cassidy. See, he was um, my he was gonna be my first pick, but then yeah. I just thought of John Silver just being John Silver. <laughs> John, it, it fits some more with John Silver's character. Yeah, because the uh, Gilligan is very talky talky. Mm. Uh, Orange Cassidy, not, not, not very talky talky. So and John quiet. Silver would be in a Bambi outfit. <laughs> Gonna dress up as Bambi. <laughs> Tell you, I I think of our two picks, I'm already voting viewers because I just think with the Silver's character, I think it would. Okay, so what we'll do is is we'll do one each of each thing, and then we'll say which one's better, and then that will be our cast at the end. Okay. Okay. Right, I'm I, I, so with John those Silver's two. John got the part. With those two, we're I'm voting John Silver. Yes. Okay, John Silver's got the part. All right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you've been selected. For the three-hour tour. Um, all right, the skipper, the captain of the SS Minnow. The skipper was a uh, from a from a physical standpoint. You know, he was uh, husky. Just give you an idea. All right, so who would you think? Well, hmm. wait before before you said all that, I already had someone in mind, and now I don't know. But it didn't, it didn't have to be physically the same as the skipper. Be... I was thinking of Captain Sean Dean. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, okay, so you're going to go Sean Dean? That's okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go Evil Uno. Oh. Considering uh, going with John Silver mm. as as going to be Gilligan. Uh, Gilligan is attached to the hip with the skipper and the skipper is always hitting him on the head with his hat because he keeps messing things up. And so, and that's my reasoning to go hand in hand with John Silver. I would go evil, you know, is is it? Okay. We'll go evil, you know, then. Okay. All right. So now we have Gilligan as John Silver. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, John Silver as Gilligan and uh, evil, you know, as the skipper. So now we are to we'll we'll do these together, because um, it's the millionaire and his wife. So these hoity-toity, um, better than everybody, millionaire and his wife. <clears throat> Cody and Brandy. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Sorry, sick. <laughs> I was gonna. No, I was gonna say it too, and you know I. I think Slick will be okay uh, because I remember this conversation about the, the Gilligan's Island on Twitter at some point, and I'm pretty sure Slick actually picked Cody and Brandy as as the millionaire and his wife. I'm pretty sure, so I think he'll be okay with it. Uh, yeah. It's just as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Duh." That's it. That's it. Okay, so we are in. Uh, unanimous agreement on that. Yep. All right, Cody and Brandy. Okay, mm. so now we are to Ginger, the Hollywood movie star. Now, in in the show, she's you know this redhead. Uh, doesn't matter though. In in this case, I think it's more about the character fitting uh, mm. than than how they look. I'm going to send you the theme song, the video, by the way, just so you can see the opening. Oh, I can't wait. 
Yeah, it's great. It's the song will get stuck in your head. I promise. Every time I get on a boat, I sing it. <laughs> My wife's like, "Oh God!" I sing Titanic. <laughs> bon voyage, everyone. Hope you make it back. All right. Um, you go first this one because I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm gonna go Jade Cargill. Hmm. As the as Ginger, the Hollywood movie star. She seems uh, like she, I, th- I think she would fit that. I have another one in mind, though. I'm going Penelope Ford. Penelope's a good pick. Penelope's a good pick. My my backup, by the way, was uh, Britt Baker. Because uh, I could, like, Ginger is very posh. I guess, mm. you know, just that. And I could see Brit as being that. If things don't go just right, she breaks a nail. Mm. She flips out, you know. I, yeah. But I could also see that with J- with Jade. Um, and I could see that with Penelope, too. Um, so we're, we'll vote between Jade and Penelope. Um, if we're stuck I'm gonna on go that. Jade, we can... Jade because go Jade? I was originally going to say Jade and then I fought Penelope. So. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll go to Jade on that. Yeah. All right, so Jade Cargill has been cast in the role as Ginger. Uh, so now we are to the professor, the one with the brains, the one that could make telephones out of coconuts and TVs out of rocks. I'm not sure exactly what all he made. It was so ridiculous on that show, but he was always making things up. Um, Brian Danielson. Oh. That's good. God, he's an AEW for that. That's really good. That's really, really good. I'm scrambling to try to think of somebody better than that. But I can't. No, I can't. I'm going Brian Danison with you. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think he would fit that role. You put a pair of glasses on him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little white button-up shirt. He's a yep. professor. I don't know if the professor wore glasses. I don't think he did, but I, but I just I could picture him in this version of, of the professor with mm. glasses that would fit. Okay, um, so now we are to Marianne, the wholesome farm girl, Kansas. Um, Do you want to go first? Think about it. I'm going to go Anna J. Really? Yeah. I not I think she could play that the wholesome farm girl character thing, and still with the Dark Order, it's a wholesome group she's with. Mm-hmm. Like the mama of that, but um, I don't know. I think she could play that. But who's your pick? Um, my pick. Uh, my pick is Julia Hart. Okay. Yeah, I got to go Julia Hart on that one. Mm. No doubt. She Everything wears bows, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, everything about her screams uh, wholesome and innocent. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so that's our just, just to recap, make sure we get this right. We yep. have, as Gilligan, we have John Silver. Yeah. As Skipper, we have Evil Uno. Mm-hmm. As 
Thurston Howell the third and Lovey, we have Cody and Brandy. There's more than one wrestling family. <laughs> As Ginger, we have Jade Cargill as the professor, uh, Brian Danielson, and as Mary Ann, Julia Hart. Could like you that. imagine if Cody and Randy are on this? He gets off the boat to his thesis <laughs> <laughs> with pyro and everything. Like just the shit, the shit wrecks, and like everybody's <laughs> like, "Where, where?" You know, if the storm subsides. <laughs> Anybody seen Cody? And Cody just comes up out of the sand. <laughs> like, how did they get the pyro? The, the professor made the pyro for him <laughs> out of bananas and mangoes. Comes down and he's like, his jacket that he's wearing and stuff. That's great. And his Louis Vuitton shoes. Because, uh, Thurston always had a little sport coat he wore. He always had a sport coat on. Yeah, so well, I can, Cody I can has see. this golded. That's it. <laughs> Cody just walks around the island the whole time with that <laughs> with that that jacket on. That's great. With a cigar. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, that would fit. That would so fit. All right. And he just clicks promos all the time telling people how humble he is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to send you the uh, the opening theme. Gonna mm. dig it. I want to see right. that made now because I'm just like really like I know. giving myself the giggles about Cody. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Good stuff. Oh, um, the show debuted. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the show was yeah. in the six sixty four. I think is when it debuted. If I'm looking it up correctly. My yeah. mother was two. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even... She didn't even <laughs> think about me at that point. <laughs> oh, I hope not. She, did, um, she, didn't, she didn't even know that her entire world was going to be turned upside down by the time she was 26. <laughs> she had no idea. Chaos. Chaos. Right. Um, but I, I did I did watch this show on reruns as a child, and I loved it, so... Uh, it's got a special place in my heart, just like you have in your mother's heart. Mm. Do you think Connie would bring on? Or when you say the skipper, I think Arn could play the skipper. That would I be... also think that um, Malachi it... would be hiding in like the cargo compartment and pop up and like uh, kick his head off and Look, just have a There were there were always like people like landing on the like they would come and land on the island. Like you know, a boat would come up, and and they would, you know, so you had these these characters that would show up, and they would, you know, like stuff would happen. They would try to get off. So I could see Malachi. I now, can you imagine like, Malachi stood on the bow of a boat with his demon out the sun, with fog behind him, just turning <laughs> up, and he's going, "I've been looking for you everywhere, Cody." <laughs> yeah, no. Need a need a ride. <laughs> <laughs> There, as as he's as he's taken <laughs> off, yeah. some I'll mermaids throw. come up out of the water. Like, what's going on? Cody throws his weight belt and they throw it back. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, but it might happen. What have we got um, used for a weight belt? We don't have legs. We're mer people. 
Oh, this is great. Uh, but in an alternate universe, though, imagine the skipper uh, as Arn and Cody as Gilligan. <laughs> because, I'm just thinking of that because Arn like was having to like you know get on to Cody like a few weeks ago where he's like dogging him out in the middle of the ring and burning his tie out behind his yard. He's constantly telling him why he's screwing up and everybody's slapping Cody. That alternate universe where this, you know Arn is the skipper is having to constantly. Are you telling me that John Silver and Evil Uno were so excited for their role of a lifetime? But you've just given it to Cody and Arm. Yeah, in an alternate universe, not in this one. That's another. It's it's our the other life. Don't upset John. The other one. Yeah. Not on my watch. Um, not on your watch. All right. I I like our cast as Gilligan's Island. I like I like it. I think it, I think it's a winner. But I would love love, and I know she would too. We would love to hear your ideas. Yeah. Especially especially if you're really familiar with the show. Uh what would be your cast for a rebooting of Gilligan's Island on on TNT or TBS with uh, AEW wrestlers as the cast? Uh, please let us know. I would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, see, um, I th- see if you can get our, yours better than ours because ours is pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. The challenge has been laid out there. Come on, Beat Ted. What you got? Slick, I'm looking at you as well. Come on. You put us on Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. This was a fun one. Uh, Yes. Yep. And it was not quite a three-hour tour, uh, but if we keep going, it'll be close to it. (laughs) Um, But we want to thank you all for these questions. Uh, If you haven't sent us any questions in, please do. Yes. Um, uh, You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at strange underscore Pixie. And if you've got questions, oh, you can either yes. DM yes. the um, podcast Twitter, DM Woody, mm. DM me. They mm. don't always have to be serious AEW stuff. They can be yeah. making a remake of an old yeah. TV show. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> so, swings around the yeah. Um But yeah. Yeah, but I, I do put that, that, that Q&A thread out on the uh, the the channel's twitter feed so check that out today yeah typically it goes up on saturday so follow us there and shoot your question in on that Mm -hmm. on a comment there or like she said as dms either way if you don't want everybody to see um your question if you want to be anonymous let us know yeah yeah no question is silly regarding wrestling in particular we just (laughs) answered a question about gilligan's island yeah, and Santa had a match with Matt Hardy. So, yeah, you know, and and John Silver. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate it so much more than you know. Yes. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. It's too early. Okay, sorry, sorry.